Okay. Look at your dog perched in the window behind your left shoulders, if you would. He made it into the shot, so in the in the yeah. Oh, shark tooth. You're cute. He's a cutie boy. This episode of Dear Jessamine has profanity, sex talk, weed smoking, and a bunch of other shit that's just not for everybody. You also may not agree with the stuff we say or how we say it, and we think that's great. We promote cannabis medicine to people over 21. If you're not 21, come back when you are. What I want to do to myself is selfish in the best way. Hey, Ash. Hello. How are you doing today? It's been a stressful 20 minutes. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that real quick before we mm. get into this, get into more of what's happening today? I, I think it's kind of on topic what you are like on topic for what we were planning to talk about today. Cool. Um, I woke up this morning from a call uh, by a call from my chief of staff, making sure that I remembered that I had an appointment that I is usually, I don't usually have appointments that early because what I've learned is that I do not sleep very well at all in life in the last three years or so. And so <clears throat> I don't know when I'm going to wake up is really the mm-hmm. the point. Sometimes I'll fall asleep at 6 a.m. and really need the three hours between 6 and 9 desperately, you know. And um, I don't like that about myself. I don't like that about my schedule. And I know that there are things I can do to make that less likely, like exercise at night. I don't like that she has to call me in order for me to show up to things that are already on my calendar. So I don't like that about it. Um, Although I'm so desperately grateful to her for knowing where there are gaps in my work style and using her time and energy to fill them because that's literally all I've asked of her ever. Mm -hmm. And she's amazing at it. And I cannot sing her praises enough. But um, it was jarring. You know, to get a phone call out of bed to be like, in an hour, you need to be ready. And I was like, an hour? Why didn't you call me like five minutes beforehand? And I was like, no, because I need the fucking hour. Like, she knows I need the hour because there's all kinds of shit to do. But what I didn't do is meditate. Mm -hmm. And I've been meditating relatively regularly lately with you in the mornings, which has been unbelievably impactful. Mm -hmm. And I remember telling you, like, the thing I think that's most impactful about it is it just gives me time to practice being quiet mm-hmm. and practice listening instead of talking and like anything you need to get better at like practicing is what makes you gradually better at it so practicing meditation feels like giving myself the opportunity to offer spaciousness where I would typically offer anxiety or thoughts or ideas or fixing it or whatever and it is I can see it the most in my relationship with you that like we when we have conversations that would otherwise you know turn into conflict there's a i'm just able to like hear you a lot more and be like huh i know i don't feel that way in my heart but i really am interested in the ways that this is impacting you i'm really curious about the connection between what i'm feeling and what you're feeling where it is different Mm -hmm. um so i am feeling like i had the last 20 minutes since I've been full of anxiety trying to get the podcast on and ready. Mm-hmm. Our time is so much more truncated. We've taken essentially taken two days out of the meeting work week. Yeah. Um, and it packs out all the meetings into Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays in a way that 
if I don't take care of myself, I can't do. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's like both amazing and hard to realize, like being a hundred percent responsible for myself means if I don't meditate, like whatever conflicts arise after that is really on me. You know what I mean? Like if I don't meditate, like whatever, cause I'm not, it's not required while it is very commonplace in my life to ha cause I don't mind conflict. I don't mind moving through it mm -hmm. the way it needs. I think that there's a lot of, yeah, unnecessary reacting that I do <clears throat> when I'm not taking care of myself. So that's all. I'd feel like I haven't been taking care of. I didn't this morning take good care of myself, even though I went to therapy, which was really nice. Uh, that was the meeting that I needed to not miss. Like I missed it last week. I missed it last week to fight with you, which is kind of funny to me. <laughs> that's how I'm feeling. Sorry with that. I did. The I don't need for you to be sorry about anything. I mean, I think that, uh, I relate to what you are experiencing. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe not necessarily today, but definitely in life. Yeah. And I feel like I hope you won't be too hard on yourself. So the wellness journey is a forever journey. <laughs> you don't want to burn out this early. Well, no, I mean, I'm like, it, I feel like that's one of the hardest things for me about, about establishing practices is that like, there are going to be days where they don't happen. And like on those days, those are the days to remind you to do it. Mm -hmm. And like, mm -hmm. it wouldn't be, you wouldn't remember to do it if you didn't have days like that. And like, it's not a big deal. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you or that you're a bad person or yeah. something. And like, <clears throat> I, I hope you'll be easy on yourself and your judgment, but the, uh, the statements you're making are so profound and important and like really powerful observations about yourself to be able to drive who you will be moving forward. So like, it all sounds really great to me, like really important, like shitty, mm -hmm. but important and necessary. You're being really sweet to me today. I'm just saying, I mean, I, I also did not meditate this morning and um, I had a moment like there was a, a moment where I realized it wasn't going to happen in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you already know like what, cause morning meditation really is like that shit. And like, I was like, okay, well like, you know, and then I'm like, okay, but remember like you did it yesterday. So, you know, just what you were doing from that, <laughs> like you just mm -hmm. keep doing that. Mm -hmm. And, um, cause like, how does 20 minutes change your day that like, it's literally something that, and it, it's something that you are doing all the time anyway. Yeah. It's not like it's a new way of doing it. Um, so I've definitely been practicing just continuing to breathe and be and accept yeah. and be okay. Heck yeah. And not rely on like having to do that practice. Cause like, um, I feel like the living is enough. The, every moment is an opportunity to practice it. So, That's right. But I feel you. It's deeply. interesting how 20 minutes is like nothing out of your day. Literally. But it adds infinite space to your day. Infinite. Like, it makes a spaciousness <laughs> that I really, I mean, I cannot. Like, people have literally been talking about, yeah, 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the evening. And I'd be like, fuck that. I'll do it when I feel like it. And I'm like, oh. No, it's well, and even we did this class um, on Catherine Budig's new wellness community, the House of Phoenix, last night, mm -hmm. yesterday morning. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about how, um, which, first of all, subscribe to House of Phoenix. I immediately love it. It is amazing. It's I, 
first of all, Catherine Booty is the teacher that turned me on to digital yoga classes. I thought it was, I was not into it before Mm -hmm. this. And she's been teaching for a very long time on a platform called Yoga Glow. And I've subscribed to Yoga Glow for like a decade because of her Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And I've always thought like she should have her own community. And I'm so glad that she does. It's I love it. I Hell love yeah. what she's done. She's an amazing but teacher. This is the first she's time. She's an amazing teacher. I think I'm taking class with her and I'm just like, I want every silly voice. I want yes. all of your whole entire persona. Like I need my teacher to like make me remember them so that the things they say stick with me. Yes. Ultimately, like my mind is busy. I just love her style. But then, I mean, that's not to mention like the sequence. I don't, we didn't talk about the sequence. Oh, yeah. I was obsessed with it. Oh, really? I was just like, I liked it too. Oh, my God. Who puts these things juxtaposed? Specifically when we were like in in and out of like boat pose. Oh, yes. Who did that? Fucking God. I needed that. Boat pose to like, uh, what is that? It's like a, like a held plank, like a, like a inverted plank. What the fuck? What would you call that? It's like a, I'd call it putting my navel on the ground and lifting everything else up. No, it's like, it's like you go from boat pose. To extend your legs and hover above the floor pose to boat pose again to stat to uh like inverted tabletop pose. I don't know. All these things have so many fucking names, but like it's just the opening and she, the repetition of it. And the fact the the pace, she She goes it so beautifully. Yeah. And I didn't follow her the whole time, but like that's the whole point. I feel like she's doing her. I'm doing me, Yeah, but it was amazing. I really loved that class. I really remember loving taking posture class. Literally same guided posture class. Guided posture class. Yeah. Oh my God. Like I've had since, it was the pandemic like i took it for granted before the pandemic and now i'm like wow just being able to like hear a teacher give like give the cue so that i guess for me like practicing um from my own flows for so long and practicing from my mind it's very hard for my mind to fully uh relax because i'm mm-hmm. thinking of the sequence mm-hmm. and so to have someone else think of the sequence is so helpful but the thing that she said yesterday that um i thought really resonated for me with the daily meditation practice also is that the she was talking about why practice in the morning because mm-hmm. we were doing like a morning class mm-hmm. and she was just talking about how like your mind is not already full of right. shit it's not already, you're not already carrying your load for the day so that from that empty place you can be you you get flexible you get warm mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. and then it makes it easier to carry the load as the day goes on and i just feel like that that to me is the reason to practice the morning meditation yeah. as well because it makes it it warms you it makes it easier to hold everything she also said with that though she was like um you know your body may not be as flexible as when it's already warm and in the world and whatever but it's almost like a trade-off like your mind is and there was something about that that was like look it's not all one way you know what i mean you can't have it all at the same time necessarily sometimes you can but like if you want a clear mind you're probably gonna have a little bit of a stiff body you know what Mm. i mean like and there's something about that trade-off that i was like we're making these decisions all of the time we're Mm. all of the time we're deciding between this or that between this or that like sometimes all great stuff like it's no judgment it's just what's how it's how we move through the world and am i gonna take that job am i gonna take that that job do i want tea do i want coffee whatever like we're always like you know discerning it's a practice of discernment. And I think in that way, like thinking about the ways that we practice spiritual discernment, like mm. 
what do I feel like I'm supposed to be right now? Flexible mm. or clear headed? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and then it's just sort of exploding the whole concept. The other thing I wanted to say is that we've smoked like one second of this weed and I feel <laughs> infinitely better than I did before we started uh, recording. That happened the other day when we had the huge fight. You said that, um, I kept asking if you wanted to smoke weed during it, which is not, I, it's no. hard because then you're like, no, I don't want to smoke weed right now. Like, I said, I don't I'm want not, to smoke your weed. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> it was about, so then finally when I did that, say that thing that you mm -hmm. said was really hurtful where I was mm -hmm. like, no, Jessamine, I specifically don't want help from you. What I was mm -hmm. saying was I was reiterating that I didn't want to smoke your weed. And it had to do with not feeling like I could take care from you. And then later, when everything was a little bit different, we were feeling differently towards each other. I apologized for a number of things. One of them was like, well, I thanked you, I think is what I did. I thanked you for continuing to reach out to me, even though I was clearly showing that I wasn't able to be reached, mm. you know? And you offering me weed so many times was a huge part of that. You also told me I'm really committed to my unhappiness, which like, whatever virgo rising to virgo rising i feel like is like come on dude <laughs> you know like there's something about it that's like is this your best well it comes down to like wanting to be right i mm -hmm. think it's like i have to be right and so in order to be right i need to commit to what i've already said and so the thing i was trying to be right the thing that i was demanding was right was that you had hurt me mm -hmm. and so what's interesting about that is it gets in this tricky business of like how do we stand up for ourselves how do we stick to our truth in the face of somebody like challenging it you know how do i let you know that that's unacceptable without without being angry or mm -hmm. sad or big full you know full of emotion and I said to you one time, you asked me, like, what is the purpose of communicating like that? Mm. <laughs> what air sign popped up inside of you? But oh. like, what is the purpose of this? And I was like, the purpose is to make sure that you know that you hurt my feelings. And so thinking about those, like, why do I need that? Mm. Do I need that because my narrative is that I'm a victim of yours? Like, mm. what? So going deeper... That's why this is why people who are scared of conflict, I'm like, what? how are you going to figure anything out? Like, sometimes you have to get ripped open. They don't want to figure anything out. Yeah. They don't want to be different. They don't want to change. They don't want to grow. You struggle with conflict all the time. And it's because I don't want to change and I want to grow. Mm. I don't want to hurt, 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 hurt her. I'm like, I've, I've figured it out. Why the fuck do I need to do anything different? Yeah. Um, anyway, that was a yeah. lot. But, well, um, I think that like the morning practices are important. Um, I feel like the uh, I just think it's okay to have a bad day mm -hmm. or to be like not doing not feeling your best. Um so these this that. this kind of viewpoint of yours spoils me rotten because I also feel like it's okay to have a bad day and I don't think other people do. Mm. And I'll be in situations with people and they'll be like, This isn't okay that I'm feeling this way. And I'll be like, I don't how are you gonna make it? How are you yeah. to survive, dude? If it's not okay that you're feeling a way that you can't control, like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do with that? So, um, I appreciate that in my household, at least, like you, me, and Baby Shark can be like, it's cool, like mm. it's a bad day, like we're gonna move on from it. You know, we're gonna take the information it offered us in good and in, in good ways that offer connection, and in hard ways that offer separation. You know, but like all of that is information, and it's about living in reality. You know, telling the truth mm. to the self, seeking the truth. You know, in the south. What are you Boy. calling in this week? <clears throat> the first thing that came to mind was backbone. Mm. Yeah. 
So I don't know. That. <laughs> so, mm. yeah, standing, you know, st- standing in my truth, standing in my yeah. power. I, yeah, I call him backbone, vertebrae. Same. I think I would like to call him backbone also. Fuck. Um, I have been called <clears throat> so much recently and this week, but really just from here on out, I guess, mm. to really stand in the power that I have, uh, that I have assessed, uh, manifested found inside myself i'm not sure um and with that power comes great responsibility Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of like working through my own shit and then also like putting truth to power and like being i don't know why i'm speaking so philosophically (laughs) i have to learn how to be in charge of people Mm -hmm. not to work alongside people Mm. not to uh it's not about being a good coworker. Mm-hmm. These are all things that I have worked on in my life. Be a good coworker, like teammate. collaborate with people, be a good teammate. Um, but I have to be in charge of people, mm-hmm. which is something that um, I actually feel really comfortable doing. Yeah. But I have always felt like um, I'm bossy or that like that people won't like me mm-hmm. when I am being in charge. Mm-hmm. And, so that's one of the things that I have to accept is that everyone does not have to like me. Would you say that the that, that what you're describing could be defined as leadership or is defined as leadership? I or think it's different? leadership, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it is also, we've talked about this extensively, it's leadership of the self. The phone is too hot. Oh, okay. not funny. I think yeah. it stopped recording oh. video. What day? Well, so funny. Dearies, I feel like there is a little bit of video missing from every single recording. Well, the topic of this episode, yeah, the main thing we we're nice going to talk work. about is things Segway. we've learned. Yeah. Things we've learned about our being in our first two months of living on the road. And so one of the things that we've learned is that technology is a bitch, a beast, a burden, the love, the, the necessity, the, the giver. The fucking Gollum, the Leprechaun, the Rumpelstiltskin, mm-hmm. uh, and it does all kinds of shit. And the Rapunzel phone that we are using to record the video of this episode is now overheating, <laughs> which makes sense since we have an infrared heater in this space, which we have because our campsite neighbor, Brian, shout out, oh, I guess we won't. So I don't name. know. I feel like I, Brian's his name's good. Brian. His uncle yeah. Brian. Uncle Brian. He uh, gave us his and his partner's infrared heater for our space. We are still in Vermont. It is cold as fuck here. It's starting to get slightly chilly at night. It's starting to get pretty chilly, and we can't figure out how our furnace works. Actually, I think Brian did figure it out last night. <laughs> Uncle Brian came over. Uncle Brian came over and did some looking around to help us fix the furnace, and it seems like the furnace is... Uh, I think one of the times that we like blew, like blew out the uh, generator, tripped tripped the generator, that it blew out the fuse on the furnace. So So I think he suggested, and I agree that we need to take it to be serviced or like have someone take a look at it. Yeah. So this next section, we are going to talk about things we've learned about RVing in our first two months of living on the road. Mm-hmm. We have been full-time RVing. Uh, we've been full-time RVing since 
the beginning of July, mm-hmm. but we have been no. That's, Which is, I think we should say from then actually. Beginning of July would make it. What is it now? The beginning of September. It's almost October. This Pardon is the last me. week of September. October. No, literally, that's exactly. Okay, what does that make it? It's July. the last week of September. July, August, September. July, August, September. Three months. Three months. A, so, a season, a quarter. Season. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's so a it's quarterly, like a quarterly review. Yeah, yeah. Quarter, quarterly update. Nice. Um. When and it's crazy that we've been recording this podcast since before we lived in an RV. Do you mm. remember before we lived in an RV? Never heard of it. I literally am like, wait, we used to not live in an RV. It's so confusing to me. Um, uh, I yeah. do remember not ever handling my shit after. Which <laughs> I shit it out. Uh, composting toilet business. Oh, I need to put that on this list. I mean, I feel like very much a different person from before the before times. Yeah, when we lived in a brick and mortar house. And um, there's, I mean, I feel forever changed by this. Absolutely. Like, I don't know. If we went back immediately, I would be completely I'd be changed. Confused. Yeah. I would or, not enjoy it. I'd be confused. Yeah. But for instance, just like handling waste, thinking about water use, thinking all of those things already, I was yeah. on my mind. But like the things we've had to do to make up for the differences mm. are, are making me a better person. <laughs> there's just a lot of stuff that becomes a natural part of the day that literally wasn't before like just the amount of like movement that we have to do in order to live in this space like just things around in and around and like literally moving stuff around there's so many like procedural things that like just have to become kind of second nature or else it will be a hundred percent chaos all the time in here yeah and like that's not even thinking about the fact that we need to pick up the house and move frequently. Mm-hmm. These are all things that like, I kind of wish that I'd known ahead of time, but mm-hmm. you really, you really don't know what's going to happen until it happens. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not even, there's a limit on the amount of planning that you could do. Mm-hmm. But if I could go back to former me or to somebody who's like, Oh, I'm thinking about doing this. I'm like, here are a few things that I would maybe think about yeah. beforehand. I have listened to a lot of podcasts about RVing and, um, there's some that I would like really recommend, honestly, that I think have been really helpful in this journey. But um, anytime that they do an episode where they're like the things that they wish that they'd known or the things to think about before you start, before you uh, decide to RV, it's always like the same things. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to have to get rid of all your stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you really like all this, all yeah, this shit basic. like that? But not like very specific things. So all of these things yeah. I feel like are pretty specific. Um, the first thing that I wrote down is that camping is not free. Mm-hmm. And I think this is like, it's certainly a misconception that I had. Mm-hmm. And I do think that there are ways to be more economical than we are being right now. There are a lot of ways. Yeah. And we're we can not, be dramatically more economical. Totally. We're not choosing that because that's not what we're We're also doing. running mobile offices that already existed. I think a lot of people, I've listened to a lot of like entrepreneurs who uh, started working remotely mm-hmm. And they started working remotely after they had already Mm -hmm. um, done this. And so their approach to the business, I think, is going to be different because it's just going to flow with what they were already doing. Yeah. But or be incorporated into the nooks and crannies of what they're doing and not spending. So we we are spending so much energy in these last three months converting to Mm -hmm. this life work i feel like maybe not 50 maybe like 40 35 to 40 percent of work life i feel like has shifted to incorporate how are we going to do this literally meetings and different shit 
I mean, literally meetings, events, uh, recordings of all different sides, receiving productions, anything, receiving receiving anything from brands, mail. Oh my God. Let us not forget to discuss this. Um, all of these different things are uh, complicated and they give us different needs. Mm -hmm. I think that if you just like, if you decide to start RVing or even just like decide to start camping um, full time, then you can be like, Oh, I'll just camp here. I'll just park here, whatever. Mm -hmm. But we have a lot of like specific things that we need for our campsites to be able to do for up until labor day. We only parked at places with hookups where we could be hooked up to electricity and have access to water Mm -hmm. at the site. But uh, for a portion of September, we boondocked, a lot but on a camp like on a camp at a camp on a campground which is different so like it's a site it just doesn't have water and electrical hookup exactly and while at lakeside yes (laughs) there's a lot more flexibility of location when you boondock which is why we did it but um and i also thought that the connection the cellular connection at our boondocking sites in pennsylvania Mm -hmm. were really it was not that bad i mean comparatively not as good to, as where we are, for instance, right now in Vermont. But, but not as bad as where we were in southern Vermont. Right. But so... And southern Virginia. Exactly. Uh, just thinking about, like, the actual cost of the campsites. This yeah. is the thing that I did not think about yeah. enough beforehand. Same. When I was thinking about the cost of RVing, I was thinking about the monthly cost of the camper that we, like, are paying down. Mm-hmm. And I was, I had estimated the cost of the campgrounds, Mm -hmm. but, and I did estimate them on the high end of the spectrum, which I think generally, there are definitely campsites that are like $20 and under. Yeah. One of the campsites that we stayed at relatively recently was like $20, I think, a night. But not with any kind of hookup. There's no hookups. No, no. If you want hookups, it's going to be like closer to $40 a night. Yeah. And the place that we're at right now is $45 a night, which when you're booking an Airbnb or booking like a five night stay or something is not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. But then you think you're paying $45 a night forever, forever. every (laughs) day for the whole time. Which I mean, you're not paying rent or mortgage. That's exactly right. And the cost of the camper plus the cost of the campground fees, I think, is comparable to Mm -hmm. paying rent somewhere. So but not to a landlord, (laughs) not to a landlord. You're paying on something that you own. You're and going you're paying wherever the fuck you you're want. going wherever the fuck you want um the and i mean it's the cost of rent in some places uh not in san francisco <laughs> like i don't right. ma- like not in seattle people who live in anywhere close to san francisco right now would listen to our two thousand dollars literally monthly living expense and spit out their coffee literally they'd be like you can pay two thousand dollars a month to live somewhere literally in america can i have three i would like three please (laughs) at least exactly like to live with like people you want to live with um yeah so there's that (laughs) but it's so it's not free but it's i think and and you can really tailor the cost of it you can because you can boondock places where there are not you can boondock all over the place. You can invest in your solar panels. You can invest That's in your exactly off-gridding right. kit, and like you not can boondock not on a month, campground you know? and not pay campground fees. Right. 
there's public land. There's all kinds of shit all that we're just not doing right now. We've just been doing. Right. We're learning. Yeah. And I think we, <laughs> that'll, it out. that'll probably be in our future. Mm. It might even be like a, you know, if we like go on vacation or something from work, we totally. might go and do something in the depths of somewhere. Um, I can, I'm, I'm going to write that down actually. No, I'll, I'll remember that. Um, well, no, I just feel like there is different levels to boondocking. And so we've been yes. doing like <laughs> doing baby, baby boondocking. Literally baby Which boondocking. Which is great. I like diet boondocking. It's good practice, literally. I'm like, I, I, I want to be prepared for when we need to go down a road that like, maybe cars don't really go down that road, let alone RVs. Right. And we can't get out of the place yes. easily. Yes. Like I want to be that, prepared for everything. Literally. Um, Hell yeah. Okay, so I'm going to start going. You're can like, I, no, no, can no. I just say one more thing <laughs> about the cell service? And, well, I guess I'll just talk about it at the time. The what, No, this is, this is a precursor to another thing that we need to talk about, which is just what it is to run a mobile office from the road. Yeah. And, like, the <clears throat> impact that cellular connection has on everything. And... It's something to consider that like anywhere that is really beautiful, one of the reasons that it's really beautiful is that there are not cell towers and shit like that. <laughs> it's like and it's not broadband internet. Literally, it's actually amazing. Like I love we I haven't streamed things regularly in so long. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff that's come out that like I'll hear about it and be like, oh my God, there's what have I missed? What's yeah. going on? And like it's awesome. But it's not awesome for a business. I think it's not ideal. I don't know. I think everything is an opportunity to like learn about yourself. And I think it's like if anybody could figure out how to make, I don't know what awesome is necessarily the attitude, but if anybody could make it like, wait, this is better. No, it's, it's definitely better. If anybody it's, could like make, you said yesterday also that um, one of, somebody you work with is in Hawaii and like making mm-hmm. it work to like be in meetings and stuff. And you were just like feeling yourself for building a company that people can be in Hawaii and taking meetings, you know, that like you can be at work doing the thing you love to do at work and you can be like giving yourself to it, which is what you would want to do if you were living your best life. You'd also want to be surfing. Right. (laughs) I mean, I just feel like, I think that you should work to live like that. Living is not about working. Ultimately, everybody has jobs and does jobs for a variety of reasons. Finding per like just, it's your purpose to work. Totally. But I think that the actual experience of living is so much more than actually being at work. And it feels really important to me that everyone on on, on any team that I ever build mm-hmm. has the flexibility to do whatever they would really like to be doing. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I don't want for them to resent what they're doing <laughs> with Absolutely, me exactly. because I'm like, That's not you need to do, there's so many people that are like miserable in their jobs and it's yeah. cause they can't prioritize what they really want to be doing. Totally. And so, um, that, that is really beautiful. And I mean, myself among myself, chief among everybody, mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to do whatever the fuck I would like to do. And what I would like to do is not really live around people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm good. I feel like I spoke to the librarian at the um, Greensboro Bend Public Library. I think it's just called the Greensboro Free Library, which, okay, we're in Greensboro Mm. Bend, Vermont. The library is the Greensboro Free Library. I'm from Greensboro, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. It was so fun to be in my hometown. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? It's just really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But I spoke to the librarian today. I'm like, 
look at this human interaction. But that's good. That's enough. Mm. You know, <laughs> I'll talk to you. I'll talk to all these hoes on the phone. That's the other thing. It's like you talk to everybody all the time. Okay. You want to keep going through the list. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, RV GPS versus Apple Maps and Google Maps. They're not the same. And I think that's a really important thing that I even forget sometimes when I'm driving. I'm like, oh, no, no, no I'll get the directions up, whatever. Mm. I'll go for Google Maps or Apple Maps. And RV maps are really, 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 really helpful mm. because they don't, they take you specifically to places that you can easily, easily navigate. No dirt roads, no quicker things, no bridges that are too short, none of that shit. And you just don't, can't tell the difference. You just yeah. like go about your way, not finding obstruction literally <laughs> to your existence. So that is, I think, a really good one. Uh, sure. One of my things that I learned um, on our most recent travel day was that we have to get an RV GPS that is a standalone unit from our phones yes. because there were, we've been using this RV GPS that I love. It's RV life app. That app is so dope, but it's also like, uh, they need more servers. I was going to mm-hmm. say it's a little bit Bobo. It doesn't need, it just, it just runs slowly sometimes, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it was crashing the whole time that we were driving mm-hmm. up here we and i was like also when we were in a mega huge fight and like not oh my God. literally oh my god like we're probably breaking up kind of fight <laughs> that fight was yeah epic yeah i was good on you that day did you were tripping <laughs> did I? I don't think we we're tripping the same amount it's fine <laughs> I might have been tripping a similar We are amount. fine. It's fine. No, I don't need anyway, to Anyway, all of this. Yeah, I was definitely tripping. You're good. It's <laughs> all RV GPSs are not. So I was, the app kept crashing and um, I down, I had already downloaded this other app, but uh-huh. the experience of it, it needs some work. I mean, it just, I'm like, man, do I need to make an RV GPS app? It just like is a lot. There's mm-hmm. a lot going on. I'm sure there's a and, lot to it. Dude. You know? Yes. Yeah. No, that's why I almost didn't say anything. And actually, I really could have held my tongue. But <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I think there's always because room it's for a feedback. Very, I don't think that you should hold your tongue. I think they're incredible apps. I just wanted it to work that day. Yeah, it's not. I think they're so great. But um, I wished that we had like a Garmin or something or whatever the fuck, like standalone GPS. Yeah, would not like it's something that's actually on the dashboard. That's something and maybe that, we can configure with. I mean, who knows if they have those kinds of inputs? No, they point? do. Like yeah. they have RV GPSs that oh, you yeah. put yeah. your the specifics of your RV. That's what I really like about RV Life is that yeah. it has. Uh, I hate that I was so shady on RV Life. Yeah. I just no, just because I really, really love that app, and yeah. I use the Trip Wizard to actually keep track of everything that we're doing. I think it's so amazing, and I hate that I called them Bobo. I just wanted to, I just needed to have full Cancerian moment on that. Uh, yeah, I think that that's understandable. Yeah, but I feel like you can put the specifications into the app of what your RV is. Mm-hmm. And then they are always looking for like bridges that are too high yeah. or like things that are they're like they know that we're rolling with propane, mm-hmm. like right. shit like that that is really helpful to think about when you're plotting a route. Mm-hmm. 
and um, it's something that you won't think about if you're just using like Google Maps right. or because those are all aligned for cars, not for RVs. Do you have an astro thought of the week? Um, Mercury's in retrograde, and I don't really care. I don't need to have so much to say. I'm living for it. I don't ever worry about that kind of shit. I think it's all hype. I think people need something to feel. I think that it literally directly connects to how we communicate with one another. And it might be as simple as like technology legitimately not working right. Because it's fucking with the communication in a way that it needs to or whatever. It's like it's like communication is so many different things. It's not just like the words that we use to communicate or like the the thoughts that we have. It's so much stuff. And it shows up in because we're all a manifestation of this universe. Anything is it's like that expression of Mercury and retrograde is just going to reverberate through every possible thing that fits into that category. I appreciate that. And I don't, there is a cell, there's an element of self-fulfilling prophecy with everything. Absolutely. So I'm like knowing that Mercury retrograde is happening and knowing my understanding of what that means, that it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just that things are running differently. Yeah. And knowing that I don't have a problem with things running differently most of the time, honestly, that is impacting, I think, subconsciously the way that I approach my communication right now. So that I feel like I'm communicating in a way that I prefer Mm -hmm. and I'm here for Mercury Retrograde. That's really my only afterthought. I mean, I was thinking to myself this morning, it wasn't so much admonishment as just being like, you know, you could look at your chart and numbers <laughs> if you wanted to <laughs> that's an astro thought just like you could meditate 10 minutes 20 minutes 2 minutes whatever it doesn't take much out of your day if you want to I feel like I could look at my charts and numbers if I wanted to that's true you know so it was cool it wasn't mean but it was kind of like and you're not <laughs> I mean it takes it's, it's a journey to get I mean, to everything totally. if you even want to which like I mean, I don't know. I just was not into any of the shit for a really long time. And I feel like it's really chill to not be. (laughs) I think they're great tools of self-reflection. Honestly, that's really where I'm coming from is I think it helps me be like, huh, do I do that? How do I do that? When do I do that? What is coming up for me when I'm doing that? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's like, cool. I feel like people sometimes don't like astrology for the same reasons that I am apprehensive about going to psychics. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I don't want somebody to tell me about myself. Mm -hmm. I feel better about astrology that's not co-star memes because co-star first of all is so needlessly petty they their tone all the time attention i think no absolutely but i'm like bitch who wrote this like in aquarius it's always for everything aquarius Aquarius is like dated a fucking gemini or something yeah and a pisces and a pisces (laughs) like they didn't care for the the pisces they were like wow you have a lot of feelings too many emotions they they their sister is a scorpio (laughs) they're like you're a bitch um no i can't (laughs) i love it but i'm also just like damn okay we should get out of here dear jessamine is produced by tinder fire media for more on our show, follow us on Spotify and Instagram at Dear Jessamine, or head over to our website, dearjessamine.com. If you're an Apple podcast person, you can subscribe to our show. And while you're there, write us a review. They help us out a lot and give you a place to let folks know how you feel about our show. Who the hell is on our team? Kylie C. Roberts is our editor slash producer. 
Angel Foster, Melody Miniger, and Naya Williams do our social media. Janie Leopard draws our art, and Fruit Snack plays our theme song. Anna Rooney is my chief of staff. Amber Richardson is Ash's chief of staff. Ash Danger Phoenix is my co-host and co-producer, and I am Jessamine Stanley. We believe that no one should be in jail for weed. Okay, let Oh, you. yeah. Okay. See. Yeah, Lila's. Tender fire. Drop page. Drop page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drop page. <laughs>